Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. And we're back for another episode. You know these guys have probably probably lost track of the of the episode numbers because you always do lose track of the episode numbers. I can't even rely on you guys anymore. Like and I wasn't even he, I wasn't here last week. Put the cover on that mic. I don't want you to spin all over your, you'll make it a malfunction. Hey, I'll give you a clue, Paulie. Uh what? I'm gonna say two words and see if you can name what episode. What? Pittsburgh Pirates. 79. There you go. Boom! Oh. I knew he'd say like, He can't remember to pr- promote his podcast. He knows who won the World Series in 1979. 70, oh, that, that was yeah. that it? Yeah. yeah. See that? Uh-huh. I knew you'd, I knew you'd I get that. I they beat, too. Baltimore Hills. Uh, Boom. How many games? Seven. All right, and what was... Uh, Come on, now you got... Yeah, I don't know. How many games won? You know, how, many, right. how many details do you want me to Give remember? Give the kid a little credit. They were down 3-1. We are family. Willie oh, Stars. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a rematch of the 1971 World Series. Look at this guy. Boom. This guy. Why are we doing a boxing show? We should do a sports show. It should be on freaking CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. Wow. All right, so 79. 79, which is like how many minutes I was late today, right? About, yeah. Right? Thanks for saying that because my girl won't believe me. First of all, first of all, it's Champions League Day. Juventus won today. Woo! Took over first place in the group. That's a good one. Borussia Dortmund had like the highest scoring game I've ever seen in my life. They beat Legia Versavia. Legia Warsaw 8-4. Eight to four. Eight to four. Minus imagine? minus seven hundred, and they were laying two and a half goals. Yeah, and they won eight to four. They ended up covering. And they were down with nothing too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But Real Madrid just can't beat uh, Ronaldo's old team that good. I mean, they beat them two one. They took an eighty seventh minute goal by Benzema. I was only kidding about doing a sports show. Leicester <laughs> 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 really clinched the first place in the group. <clears throat> Monaco clinched first place in the group. Some poor. Some poor prick of a team is going to win their group and end up with Real Madrid next round because Real's going to finish second against Borussia if they don't beat them the next time around because Borussia's in first place in that group. So first place teams get second place teams. Some poor prick of a team is going to figure they're in, good, they're in cozy winning their group and they're going to catch Real Madrid next next uh, round. Boom. Boom. So why am I late? Is that what you ask? Why am I late? I, I was wondering. Yeah. All right. Did you get in a fight in the street? Well, no, 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 no. no. Definitely not. I wouldn't My be rings outside. Mood. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, yeah. you know. As you know, as you know me, I'm I'm, I'm a pretty honest guy. I, I can I can I'm, I'm pretty self-deprecating if I need to. If I need to be, I, I don't have anything to hide, right? So, so today, I went to get a consultation about hair transplant. My man. Boom. See, I'll come with you. We'll get you two for one. <laughs> because the hair, it's just not, the numbers on the hairline are just depleting little by little. You know, it's funny, like, I, I'll get a comment, like, I, I was abusing uh, Gabe Montoya over the, on the podcast, uh, on the, uh, on Twitter over the weekend, because this guy's always trying to get me fired. He's always trying to figure, stir up some shit. He's always trying to get me, dying to take my job. Dying. He's such As a low life. Yeah, exactly. get it, even if I don't have my right. job. He's like number 217 yeah. Yeah. on the so, list. Looks like but, Mark hey, Anthony, the fucking crackhead. So he hits me up, so he responds to getting abused because he doesn't have any real responses he goes he goes how's the hair plugs going and I'm like I was like wow coincidentally <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I didn't answer but I'm like coincidentally I don't have you to have them in yet I mean I, I, mean, I guess if you think I have them in that's, that means I'm not doing too bad but I, wanna, I don't want to I, I told ju- him. I, I told him just to grow his hair. I, I don't want to jump the gun. You no, know, like I, I trust me, that's not the way to do it. Either. He's not where you are, cause don't put yourself <laughs> in that boat yet. I, oh no! Yeah, but eventually, you I get went through there, all the stages, know? bro. Right. I fought it right. for twenty years, Propecia, exactly. everything. I held on for a yeah, while. You see, I don't like products. You see, I feel like you, you either become a slave to them. Or they I did. I, get, I quit eventually. Yeah. yeah you, no, I, <laughs> we see. I, I <laughs> held you. on for a while, though. I did. I held on for a while. But here's the thing. I, I just don't want to be like a slave of those products. Like, it's either going to work or it's not going to work. I so you're going to get your Wayne Marie on? I don't know if I am. I, I Who'd you go to? Get a consultation. The, the, you know? Bosley? Like, you know, people like like to hide this shit. They don't like to, they don't like to tell me any, they say, tell anybody. Like my barber in L.A., for example, when I was living in L.A. a few years back, he told me... Uh, Jeremy Piven got it done, and he was like lying, like he didn't get it done. And the way they used to do lying, it, lying, just Google his picture. The way they, the way they used to it. do, the way they used to do it back in the day was, 
you uh you, you have to cut the scalp. Now yeah. you don't have to. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, they don't. So he was cutting right over his head. He said, it, and he had like a, a scar. He had a scar on his head. Yeah. And he's like, dude. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah. So like, like he's trying to downplay. Who I cares, got hit with a bat. Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is, who cares? Like, Matthew right, McConaughey. So oh, that's like that's like the big the big muscle heads in the gym. Like, yo, what what do you take? Right. Take. Well, Protein chicks. Yeah, okay. But you're not banging 100 <laughs> yeah. cc's of right. HGH and, and DECA and all right. this other shit. Come I on. know, I know. That's all natural, right? How big are your calves? Yeah, okay. Right. I'll see you later. Right. No calves. None. Yeah. <laughs> no calves. So so that's the thing. So I I, uh, I figured like, oh, well, fuck, I, you know me, I'm a pretty self-deprecating. If I if I did something or if I'm at fault, you know, I'll fucking admit it. So, sure. so I don't have to. They're close to uh, being able to uh, clone your your follicles. They can clone your own follicles and put them back in. Well, I don't, I don't know exactly what they do. Like, they got to yeah. try to explain to me scientifically, but I, I don't know. You really, said how much? How much? I, I, and I, would just, I just want that to be like, does it work? Like, that's all. Like, can we film it? And like. I don't know. I don't know. No, you know, no, you know, you, you know here's, you the thing. here's the thing. I would tell you the company name, and I'd probably allow you to film it, but but they're not giving it to me for free. Like I, I can offer it. I'm like, but I'm not. I'll tell them you can put if, it on. If I'm paying for it, I'm not gonna right, give you. Yeah. Fuck I'm not them. Gonna, I'm sure. not gonna give you like. A, we won't a, say you. We won't say the name. We just want to like do, tape it for you. We'll yeah, see no, you, of course. Not for them. I'd want to. Yeah. Tape it too, but again, who's I mean, the, the person that does it is still gonna get credit for it if he's on video. You know, who's you know, the guy? Who's the guy that does the? Anyway, comment- I have to figure out if I'm doing it and what day and shit based on all the information. Which they made like, like a folder, but I, I have to I haven't read it. Obviously, go ahead. Who's the guy that does like the local like CBS sports shows and he has the big quaff? It's a big quaff. Mike Mike Francesa? No, no, no. He does boxing. Uh, he does boxing. It's not Mike Woods. <laughs> no. no, he's a commentator, dude. He's not. He's not a reporter. <laughs> Mike Woods, the one with the big guap. I don't know. He did. Um, Is he old? Mike Michael? Al Michaels? No, no. What? He's not famous like that. I'll oh, forget about it. You Talk, talking to Mike, right. Brian well, Kenny. Again, that's fucking idiot. Brian oh. Kenny. Yeah, I don't know who Brian Kenny is. Brian doesn't have a quaff, dude. All right, Does so Brian Kenny have a quaff? Oh, I'm hand talking hand about on. Sal the Barber, cause <laughs> he's got like a fro. You know the guy. We see him at fights, and we fucking crack up laughing instantly. You can't. How do you not wig? laugh? So how do you not know him, man? You don't I don't know his bottom. name. He's fucking CBS Sports Network. He does the he does <laughs> the, the, the the fights with nobody even cares. I'm trying to bet it's not even CBS Sports Network. Probably not. because no, he was on. No clue. He's talking about. He was on. Also, he was on the. Spit it out, Junior. Come on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? The small local, local oh, shows. Anyway, God, stop it. I was going to say, you, you should have the implant guys try to bring a picture of that guy. And say, <laughs> Can you make me look like this? You know? Like like Eddie Murphy coming what to about, America. What about more? Like Eddie Murphy. Can, Wait, can what you about, make me look like these? What about Maury's wigs? They don't come off in the pool. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know about Maury's wigs. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to be like more. Like, here's the thing. I mean, who knows? Where the hairline stops falling out, or where it doesn't, I just noticed that my hair is like a little thinner. So I'm like, ah, you know what? If you're gonna, you might as well start looking into this now. If you're gonna do something about it, either you go, either you let it all fall out, or maybe it stops at a certain point. You know, some guys different levels of balding, but uh, every I, don't know, I just don't guy. like the fact that it's thinning. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not crazy about this look right now. You know, it's frustrating. I can tell you that. Yeah, and I just, it? and I, mean, I, I, I can just shave my head, but I just. I shave it too because I don't like that whole the horseshoe look the guys yeah, have. I don't yeah, look like course. a fucking so accountant. That's like, like rather shave it. Seventy-five. You know, but a lot of guys still walk any, around any, like any that. Any modern bald guy will just shave their head, of right? Course, you know, like, yeah. I feel like it's more normal. I buzz it. Also, yeah, I look younger yeah. when I shave it than if I let it grow in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's usually the case. Usually, that's usually the case. You know, I feel like. You know, and you look should. at the beautiful head of hair is wasted on Pete, that fat bastard. Yeah. yeah well, what a waste. Thank you. They say, you know what they say. You know, uh, and, and Mickey Rourke actually uh, t- told this to a friend of mine. He said, uh, you know what the, the the secret to not losing your hair is? Alcohol. He, oh. goes, he goes, you ever see a bald bum? Good point. <laughs> and, wow. And he's <laughs> losing a shred of hair. Look at it. <laughs> I mean, you can't my, ha- my hairline hasn't even this, receded. The more I live my life, the more I think of that, that phrase might be right. <laughs> That's genius. I never thought of that. I'm going to start drinking more. That's too alcohol. late for me. It's too late. Alcohol might save you from uh, from losing your hair. To be That's alcoholic. great. <laughs> wow. Goes, At least set for life, this kid. You ever see a bald bomb? <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. funny. That's great. Yeah. Mickey Rock, speaking of. Hair. Speaking of a mess. Go ahead. No, no, what about it? <laughs> Look at it. He's nuts. Are you kidding me? He's nuts. So, talented guy. Sorry, that's, that's, Crazy. That was my. That's my deal. So that's why I was late. You know, I was. Oh, uh, cool. I, was, I went to the, for the consultation, 
and uh, that was it, you know. So can I, can, so you we'll pol- see. can you apologize? We'll see if anybody's even if any nobody notices it because there's a certain amount of time. I'm gonna well, post if you it. do do it. You know, if you do do it again, I have to figure out if I'm doing it if a date and whatnot. I'm gonna read the whole folder for first, but if you do do it, he still said there's like three months till like you start actually growing that hair. And like a year till you see like full results, so it's you still look like take, chi- it still takes a while, regardless. You're gonna look like a chia pet for a couple months. Yeah. I don't know what you yeah. look like. A you chia look pet, like chi- really? Yeah. What you have to grow no. back? Yeah, sprouts. You gotta water it and shit. Yeah. yeah. No, no joke. <laughs> Seriously, you don't have to water it, but you know. What you do you know? think Morrow is doing? I don't know, bro. I don't. I never asked Morrow because I feel like if, if you're gonna, you're either just gonna say that or you're just gonna keep it to yourself and have that awkwardness should, about you. Like, we should ask him like that for like some I'm, tips. I, I mean. I don't want to be that awkward guy. So I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, if I do it, I'm going to do it. You know, and, and, and then when I decide, I'll fucking announce it on the podcast. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Let me come I mean, see. I if we, even, can I come I with you? Even, and we'll get even. two for one. Maybe we get a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lower the cost yeah. a little bit or something. That would you know? be nice. I don't want to yeah. be that awkward guy. Be like, where people are like, yo, he's got hair. Where the fuck did mm-hmm. that yeah. come from? <laughs> like, I don't want to be that guy. But you <laughs> mentioned Jeremy <laughs> Piven. Jeremy Piven, you, just, you can Google these guys. Matthew McConaughey. Look, I'm a. Matthew McConaughey, too? Oh, fuck yeah. You see these guys in one movie. He's got his hairs all the way. His, but I his, thought like his, sometimes you got to play a bold part and like no, they just bold no, it. Even Jamie no, Fox then, right? No, yeah, they've all had shit done. Yeah, yeah. come on. That's, and I heard John Travolta wears a wig. Al Pacino wears a Maury's wig. Come on, I heard Al Pacino. I heard he's actually look at his hair. He looks like he's the hair of a twenty-five year old. Yeah, John Travolta wears wigs all the time. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they just do the fucking hair then? Because they they don't give a shit. They're fucking zillionaires. Yeah, but then why wear a wig if you don't give a shit? You obviously give a shit if you're wearing a wig. Uh, True. I don't know, because he's nuts. John Travolta's out of his mind. He's a Scientologist. What do you expect? A lot of of confusion around (laughs) this this hair stuff, you know? Oh, am I allowed to talk about Scientologists? I'm allowed to say that. There they go. Oh, wait. This is our boxing podcast, right? right. Yep. All right. 11 minutes in. It was a pretty big fight this weekend. I guess we could talk about it if you guys want. Pretty big card in general, no? Right. Good. What are your thoughts about the, the main event? Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you give us? Uh, Let's pull back the curtain though. How many times did you guys watch this fight together? Once together. Once. Well, I, I watched I, it three I, times I, I, total. I watched it when I called it, and then I watched it. Yeah. Right. When I got home, because I went to, I went to see what all the big deal was about, you know? All right, so let's uh, talk about the fight, and maybe God, you can what, tell what, us about what, your... What does Keep P give his, uh, his input? No, and then, uh, and then we'll hear about your whole Vegas experience, too, after okay. that. Well, I, um, I feel like... I, I, told, I told you this before. I sent out a tweet yesterday. I feel like this is like another election, you know? And, like, HBO is like the new CNN. You know what I mean? Like... You worked with you worked with Sky. So Kovalev mm-hmm. is Clinton and, and Ward <laughs> is Trump. No, <laughs> right. not, not the fighters. Just no, no, just the way they, the way they, it's perceived to the people at home. I mean, Harold, I love Harold to death, but all right, Jim. Jesus Christ, was he Harold's off? Losing, <laughs> he was off on every fight. Yeah. Like he wasn't even close. With how old is Harold? Um, Let's see. Our friend Curtis Showtime Stevens was the, the, the cerebral assassin. Now, yeah, um, he changed his name. Yeah. Harold had him losing and all three judges had him winning by like wide margins yeah I had Curtis winning by well, wide sorry, margins what was there not to wear I don't understand uh, he's 76 yeah I hear but he complains if he doesn't get the nod <laughs> he wants he gets mad if they don't hire him bro you, you fucking senile <laughs> you kidding me use his daughter she's a judge too right now she's an actual judge yeah, she's yeah. not the no Harold was a judge too at one point yeah. he's Julie he he's the, a pharmacist a pharmacist. So now, uh, uh, I mean, what listen, you, it was close. What about the rest of the card? What was he off on the rest of the card? What was, what was his scorecard for Perez and Hooker? Uh, no, he had, well, he had Perez winning, obviously. And and I think the whole world would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, but what scores? Because oh, I, I had a 9-1. Yeah, I don't remember what he had. And uh, He had it pretty wide. Yeah. He had it wide? But, uh, yeah, to, for that one to come out a draw was, I, I think everybody knows that, you know, that, that wasn't a draw. But, um, yeah, listen, uh, you get some of that home cooking, you know, you're with Rock Nation, as Maurice Hooker is. He's a oh. nice kid. I've I've been, uh, he's been on the same card as Junior, like twice in Oakland. The, the, even the team, the whole team and nice people, but uh, he definitely didn't win that one. Um, as far as Kovalov and Ward, I mean, I don't think anybody's crazy. If you thought Kovalov won, good for you. You know, I, I thought Dre did a lot of things in there that <laughs> really impressive and you know, I just I just gave a lot of the rounds to Andre based on on what I think is winning, and you know, like I said, HBO had it one way, and Sky where he was working, they all had it for Ward. So it's not that crazy. Everybody's calling it a robbery. A robbery is is the kid Hooker uh, coming out with a draw when he he lost almost every round. Um, a robbery is Telahoya getting the victory over Trinidad. 
I mean, the other way around. Yeah. Over from Delahoy, right. right. A robbery yeah. is Chavez Sr. versus Penel Whitaker calling that a draw. Right. Know? That's that's a robbery. This is this wasn't a robbery. <laughs> you know? It was a good fight. And you know what? I'll be honest with you, when if they have this rematch, I think Andre just has an easier time with him. I don't know if there's much that Kovalov could do. I know you you disagree with that, but well, I, I said, but I we talked about this earlier, Paul. I said Kovalev's never had to make any adjustments in his career yet. He's been, you know, he's an undefeated fighter. He's been going through guys relatively easy. So now this is an opportunity to see if he can make any adjustments. Yeah, of course, it's an opportunity to see if he can make any adjustments. At the end of the day, you know, I get if you feel both sides won the fight because you can make certain arguments. There's a lot of rounds where it's close, but like this is where this is where it becomes like Clinton and Trump, like to where like. To where, like, the, the Kovalev people that think he won the fight are like, No, you can't even see it that way. What are you talking about? Actually, yeah, you can, buddy. And plenty <laughs> enough, enough people saw it. There Come was on. a poll on Twitter with, like, 302 people or something were surveyed who they thought won the fight. And the final average scorecard was 114-113 Andre Ward, which is coincidentally with the exact three scorecards for the judges were. <laughs> you know? So, so actually, yeah, more than enough people saw Ward winning the fight. More than enough people saw Ward winning the fight. And did you score it that way, too, the same? For me... I just for me, I'm not gonna tell you. That it's not one of these fights where I'm gonna tell you where if you had Kovalev winning, you don't know what you're watching. I mean, most of the time these people don't know what they're watching, and most of these people, you most of the time people can't give me a an, a, a, a legitimate assessment of what they're watching. Um, so I I can't really take them seriously no matter what their scorecard is. But you know, there's a lot of rounds where I'm like, I literally felt like Ward pulled it out with like one punch or or maybe in the last 10 to 15 seconds of the round where it was like I, st- I still had the thing in the air and Ward did something late so he stole some rounds like Sugar Ray Leonard back in the day because he wasn't losing them to begin with okay. the round was still up in the air for me and it was like okay and then he he kind of went for it in the, in the end uh, when there was a few rounds where he just ripped to the body hard in the last 10-15 seconds and I, for me that pulls out the round you know it was, like, it was like a lot also you know Jim Lampley doing the cheerleading thing really doesn't help either you know I mean round 10 he literally gave Andre Ward like Three different punches that did, I mean, give Kovalev like three different punches that didn't land, including the final right hand, which actually missed. And he actually raised his voice and went crazy for that right hand. And the punch actually didn't miss. And the replay shows that Andre just made it miss, which one of the categories for scoring boxing is defense. So if you're making a punch miss by that short of a margin, you actually actually be credited. Credit to you, you yeah. You actually be credited. But Lampley found a way to actually discredit him and make it like it landed. And then know? he and then he realized he missed it completely. Yeah. He said it. Yeah. Like, oh, I think I just gave Kovalov an extra few punches there yeah, that didn't made, land. Which, which also made it sound like he won the round when he didn't. Right. Maybe so, now, so now you have millions... Millions of people at home listening to this guy who's been working for all in a these fight years. Where one round goes a big way, right? In a fight where the fight was actually decided by one round and all the scorecards, and then round twelve, uh, Letterman gives it to Kovalev. Uh, uh, the three Shocker. judges gave it to Ward, and again, I, I can't see Kovalev winning round twelve. I, I don't see Kovalev winning so, round twelve. So the fight was the, the fight was in the air for round. The, the winner Kovalev, of round twelve yeah, wins the, the fight. Was, yeah, the round right. the whole fight was in the air essentially. Yeah. Uh, then the people that want to make like Andre was scared and he was just hugging and wrestling. Guys, you can't complain about hugging and wrestling one way and hugging and play. Notice I didn't complain when I when I lost to Sean Porter. I didn't complain about any of the wrestling. Like I didn't complain about any of that. You know, well, I might have, I might have complained about one or two other things, but I'm not going to complain about the wrestling. Yeah, it's there. And yeah, you know what? You'd appreciate if the ref did his job, but at the end of the day, that's the ref's not going to do his job. There's just uh, jockeying and wrestling for position, unless it's outright holding, is part of the game. That's it. And just you, you, you got to deal with it. You got to learn how to deal with it, and you got to learn how to how to kind of do it back. You know, so so you can't sit there complaining about any of what Andre Ward did when it's still ten percent of what another fighter does that you guys don't complain about. Well, Sean, uh, Sean Porter should be 0-40 then. You know what I mean? Right. Because he should have been disqualified within the first three rounds. He has more fight. sacks than yeah. Bruce Smith. Yeah, so... Wow, so, that's a lot of sacks. So, you know, like, you can't just pick and choose your spots to complain when, when you want to complain about inside jockeying and wrestling because at the end of the day... Uh, a lot of a lot of Andre's what Andre was doing was jogging for position. But you saw him free free up his hands and like rip to the body, free up his hands and rip to the body. And also, when I watched the fight the second time, when when I watched it on TV with Pete, I noticed like the first four rounds, it was actually Kovalev initiating most of the clinches. He's stepping in towards Andre. He's trying to rough him up back, or actually not trying to rough him up back. He's the one trying to rough him up. You know, so so a, a lot of the clinches were initiated by by Sergey as well. <laughs> Two physical guys who are trying to impose themselves. It's a lot of clinching and jockeying for positions going to happen. That's where I can probably complain about 
people don't know what the fuck they're watching. It's, it's right there. You know what I mean? When they're complaining about certain things that you have no business complaining about. There, there are fights where you may be able to complain about it, but at the end of the day, you sit there watching this type of bullshit every week and you don't complain about it. Now you just cho- you just found the fight you want to complain about it. You sit there and literally watch the same type of bullshit every single week about jockeying and wrestling for position and you won't even say a word about it. As a matter of fact, when the referee starts to enforce some rules, you complain about the referee not letting the mat fight it out and, 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 and not letting the action take place. So I just let them fight already. All right. Well, you you can't have your cake and eat it too. If you want to complain, then you're going to get... And then when, when it's not done, if you want to complain when it's not done, then you also can't complain when it is done. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it's... That's my thing, you know. There's no consistency in what fans want either, you know what I mean? So then then your guy loses, and all of a sudden you're going to start enforcing some rules. I got hit with, like, with a rematch with Love More to Do. I got hit with so many rabbit punches on the inside, I I can't even count them. Like, I I just remember every time I was inside, this guy was just racking the back of my head, just constantly ripping rabbit punches. Mickey Van was like a spectator. I didn't complain once. I didn't complain once. Then I broke my hand halfway through the fight. Then I had the hair on my face the whole fucking night. You know, like, <laughs> that's it, bro. You deal with it. You deal with it. So the ref is not on your side. The ref's not on you. And, and if you're a fan watching the fight, the ref is not on the side of the guy you're watching either. The, guy, uh, the uh, ref is not on the side of the guy you want to win either. The ref's not on anybody's side. As a matter of fact, the ref it has the best seat in the house. He just wants to watch the fight. He doesn't even want a referee. And when 99% of the time, he's not going to referee. He's just going to watch the fight. So when you finally decide when, when it's up to you, like, like you know, uh, unfortunately, when Prashar Cologne got hurt with uh, Ter- Ter- uh, Terrell Williams, when you finally decide on a night like that or or in the uh, Ward Cola when there's a lot of jockey for position, you decide on a night like that where you just decided you wanted the referee to force rules. Because you got to want the referee to force rules every week. Because it, it doesn't just happen when you complain once once a year about it. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not how boxing works. You either complain about this all the time, or don't complain about it when he exit when he's actually doing enforcing the rules, so they're not intimidated into making them letting them fight it out. But that's why the refs are intimidated into letting them fight it out because too many of you idiot fans start complaining about oh the ref didn't let them fight it out he was killing the action this and that. So now the ref you get you got referees you you've brought ref the media too especially the media more than the fans. The now you've brought referees to the point where they don't want to get involved anymore. And they don't get involved. They just they just want to watch the fight like you're watching the fight, and that's what they do. They don't do shit. They should they should they should be charged for getting to referee the fight and being in the <laughs> ring during the action because they got a better seat than any that even the front that's row. That's like a five thousand dollar seat. Hell yeah! <laughs> right in the ring. You're in you the kidding ring. me? Literally. I'm just right thinking about you said hair in your face. I'm just thinking about when you get that surgery, maybe get the yeah, hair in your yeah, face hair again. Yeah, 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 yeah. You miss it, 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 right? It, it, Bald it head, fucked. <laughs> See what happened when I when I when I had when I had when I, had, when, I, when, I when I wasn't follically challenged. You know? Yeah, so, those were natural. <laughs> well, they were extensions. They were hair. Was natural. Thank you. All right, Andre Agassi. All right. <laughs> Remember Andre Agassi had long hair. It's extensions. He had extensions in his Did hair. He? Yeah. Oh man. He had the whole thing. And he found fucking fuck idiot. Andre Agassi do the, do the what? Images why did Andre Agassi do the? He shaved his head. Yeah. Why didn't he do the other way? What is it called? Because he said fuck it. Transplant. Why didn't he do that? He said Maybe he realized. Oh, he, he realized. Oh, Wasn't he it. smoking crack? No. Yeah. no, he was. He He's was back to Steffi Graf. Meth. He was a meth guy. Went during his career. He wrote a whole book about it. Yeah. During, during his career, before yeah. his career. During. You think he was yeah, worried right. about his hair? He yeah. was getting high as a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And he married yeah. Brooke Shields, right? Was Should've he married to her? No, well, he wouldn't have lost his hair. That's right. right. No right. bums or bums. He was married no. to Brooke Shields, right? Yeah. Who was. Who was it? Was the, the rivalry Kisman. was Agassi and Sampras. Now Agassi was yes. dating Brooke Shields. Who was Sampras dating? Wasn't he Sampras married dating? a famous actress? Wasn't blonde Sampras actress. Da- Sampras was dating somebody too, right? He, he married her. Who? Famous who? blonde actress. I gotta look who? it up. You're oh, telling me who? Who's I'm he? Who's she? What's her name? So, so Agassi didn't end up with Brooke Shields. No, Steffi Graf. He ended up with Steffi Graf, but Sampras did end up with his actress. Girlfriend, because he des- he decided he he'd rather him. have some good athletic kids rather than just like some good looking kids. Yeah, right. but personal I, family. But life, what what, it, what, it, what came of it? Okay, I don't know. He's got kids. Bridget, say, Bridget, oh, Pete Sampras. I'm talking about Sampras, the uh, actress well. he was dating. Bridget, Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson. Yeah, Who cares? We were talking about know. Andre Ward. What the fuck would Pete Sampras? Can you bring up Andre Agassi? <laughs> Yeah, because that's what you're gonna look like with your fucking mop on your head. I brought it up. He my brought fault. it up. It's my fault. You're out of order. Mental midget. Suck it. Hey, there she is. I'm pretty good. He did pretty good for himself. You like right, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good for him. Good for Pete. All right. Um, and, his, and Pete lost his hair too. Pete Sampras uh, did he? Yeah, he's all thinned out. Yeah. Huh. Doesn't matter though, because he made zillions of dollars.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. What do you, what do you, so like wrapping up what you were saying, you, you, you didn't really talk much about the Kovalev fight. I didn't. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, but you're, you, no, you're you, amazing that you can talk without breathing for like. Yeah, you, you probably said you, Guinness Book of Records yeah. for that. It's amazing. I guess I don't know. Well, do you, only you talk in the, when you're on Showtime. I don't let you talk too much. Though. Yeah, I know. I feel like What's I feel matter, like, I, feel like I, I don't always over talk though. <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> 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 what happened? Are we over talking uh, now? You, you sure? Uh, Cover the mic. <laughs> no, it smells like shit. You smell. Like shit. Um, what do you? You stop spitting into the mic like that. Then if you're not gonna cover it up. Okay. What do you think about a rematch? What do you think? <laughs> what do I think about a rematch? That's all you got? That's all you that waited for? That's all you, that's all you got? Yeah, I want to know what you think because there, there's going to be a rematch, you fucking mental midgets. What do you think about it? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. He's, he's blinking. He's losing it. He's in a bad one today. Watch out, Pete. You're going to lose your hair like us if you keep stressing. Oh, I got sangria waiting for me. That a boy. So, so anyway, so... What do I think about a rematch? Answer the question! All right. The rematch, I think it should happen. I think it will happen, first of all. And I think it's going to be another very close competitive fight. People say, oh, what, what adjustments cannot Sergey Kovalev make? And what, uh, as opposed to what uh, uh, Andre Wood can do? I don't believe any of that bullshit. Sergey Kovalev is a versatile fighter. He's not just a puncher, okay? And I think he showed that the other night. He was, you know, you, you saw some of the little... You saw when they were not in not at close range, but they weren't, when they were at medium range... You saw some of the head movements, some of the little jerks and feints they were both doing. It was such a tactical fight. Like, as a fighter, I can appreciate that. I, I was, like, looking at them. I was like, look at how much they are in punching range. They're right at mid-range in both each other's punching ranges. But they're changing the target. They keep feinting, jockeying around for position. Like, it's just such a good fight. Because to be that close to somebody who you know can damage you, especially Ward, and even the other side uh, from Kovalev, to be that close to somebody who you know is fast enough to, like, tip the round in his favor if you fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it... You and you got you got to have a lot of concentration to fight at that range, and they will fight at that range a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and dropping feints, dropping little the changing of looks and whatnot. It was just it was just a good fight. It was just a good fight, but unfortunately, most people aren't going to understand the level of, of talent that was being shown in that ring because all they're going to focus on is the stupid, idiotic shit they keep complaining about. You know what I mean? But two great talents, and I think Kovalev can make some adjustments. I think uh, Ward can make some adjustments. I think now that they've seen each other. They'll get right to it in the in the in the first round of the next fight. Um, Do you think Kovalev is? Uh, you but I, I would like to see personally on on a from a fan point of view, I'd like to see them both go get a win first. I like to see this, the rematch marinate. That way you build up the pay-per-view. Because I don't feel like this pay-per-view will have gotten enough buys that it deserved. You know, I feel like neither of them is 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 the international star they should be. Um, they although they got paid decently well, I feel like neither of them. Not really. <laughs> not really. Right. <laughs> no. They both made seven figures at least. So. Oh, I mean, I would hope. <laughs> but, you know, a I feel mega like build neither up of them is the international star they should be. And uh, I feel like if you build it up now that people are going to talk. See, the, the the positive thing about a, a a controversial decision, and not a robbery controversial decision, uh, as Max Kellerman said at the end of the HBO broadcast, it was a, good a point very good point. It's Max. a controversial decision. It's not a bad decision. Right. I think the, 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 good, the positive thing about a controversial decision is that it gets people talking about the fight. So not even people that missed the fight or didn't see the fight keep hearing about this fight. They'll make sure they gonna, watch the rematch. And they're going to keep hearing about this fight. So now you build it up, build up the anticipation by letting them fight another opponent first on the same card, let them both win on the same card, build up the anticipation more, and then, boom, you fight in a year from now. You fight in the spring on the same card, both go get a win, and then, boom, you fight in the fall, and you just keep building it up for the next year, and you'll get a lot of buys for the rematch. It's a proper way to do this. you got to do some... Some uh, uh, John Jones Cormier uh, press conference shit. Yeah, you need well, some. You need some. But some, this is the way you do it because yeah. both guys are gonna feel like they won the fight, and that's not gonna change over the next course of next year. No. Matter of fact, that'll never change. I, you spice it up even better by making Andre Ward against Adonis Stevenson, so he gets that belt, and then you you just unify all the belts because now you have Andre with every single major world title at light heavyweight, and then he can fight Sergey, who is the deserving guy, uh, for every single world title light heavyweight, and now. He now could, now, he could now it's for legitimately all the marbles. Right. Pound for pound, light heavyweight king supremacy. It's for everything that exists at, at, at the moment. So you know, Kovalev is fighting for his, his three belts back and a bonus one if he has Adonis's. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. That's true. And, and, you know, Ward beats Adonis easily? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. Okay. I think so. Fair enough. I think uh, it's funny because I was in the locker room for... Um, and I, I like Adonis. I really do. I think he's a, a good kid and whatnot, good dude. And, you know, he's just trying to make...
make the most money he can and whatnot. God bless him. But I was in the locker room with Andre for the post-fight interview because Sky, we didn't get one in the ring. We got one in the in the locker room. And, you know, Andre's just being silly. He's won. So he, you know, everybody's in there. The crowd locker room was crowded. We were just trying to get our interview real quick. And uh, before he was on, somebody said, oh, Adonis want to fight you now. And Andre goes, oh, he finally want to fight somebody now? And they tell him to get in line or something like that. Well, now you want to fight somebody. You know what I mean? So, so, you know, you brought it upon yourself at this point. Now, if you don't get the award fight, you know, it's going to be up to award. He's going to dictate all the terms. And he's probably going to offer you garbage money for you and your belt. You know what I mean? And this is the exact reason. I said this in an interview. This is the exact reason why this lineal title bullshit is is all nerd shit made up by nerds in the fucking media. (laughs) And it's all bullshit. DeAndre Ward is legitimately the light heavyweight king. But you're going to give me this bullshit about how Adonis Stevenson has a lineal title, so he has to be recognized. Recognize what? For defenses against Tommy Carpensi, when you have, and Sakyo Bika, uh, a shot Sakyo Bika, when you have, a shot Sakyo Bika, when you have guys like uh, Berbiev, you have guys like, um, uh, uh, obviously, Ward and Kovalev in the weight class. The Egyptian guy? You have, uh, the Egyptian guy's 175 too. Who? The knockout artist. He's got a lot of knockouts. An Egyptian guy? You can't yeah. remember anybody's name today. What the Shug- fuck is yeah. this guy Junior, talking about? Uh, Junior told Egyptian me about guy at 175 with a, a knockout artist? Yeah. Player, did you wake up on like on, on some kind of heroin today? Uh, Junior told me. Junior follows him. What the him. fuck? What? Uh, that's like some, a kid with like 10 research. fights. I, I wanted that kid's fights. That kid's actually got so much to learn. He's, he won't fight for a world title for at least five years. That kid's not even that good. He's, he's, he, he actually hasn't fought in a while. I don't even know what happened to he him. He hasn't, yeah. He hasn't fought a single soul. He's, he's a heavy-handed de- de- kid. Decent. He's a heavy-handed kid. He's yeah, right. yeah, he's heavy-handed. I know. He's got yeah, the same amount of... regardless, <laughs> but he fought like your, your niece, my... my he's, got, he's got the same amount of fights as Bidabiev. Yeah, but Bidabiev is just on a different level. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, that kid's decent, but he's a decent prospect. He's right. nowhere near uh, fighting for a world title. That's I'm saying it's a stacked division, though. It's a lot of yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy probably lasts to like a round with Adonis Stevenson. If I <laughs> whoa, so, like, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah, I mean, that kid's still a prospect, what and he's fuck? raw at that. Like, you know, that kid. It's a good kid. I, I worked one or two of his fights. You I, did, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, forget you his, I forget his name. He's a good kid, and he, he's, he's got potential. But he's got, he's still got a lot to learn he's before tight. You, before you put him into the uh, world title tense, mix. Right? Yeah. What about Storm Alvarez? You good? Oh uh, yeah, a little Alvarez is over there. Um, you have some good fighters, man. You have, uh, um, obviously, you have the over the weekend, you have the guys that fought on the Andre Ward card. You have Chalemba. You have uh, a Gravesdick or whatever his name is. God, that guy, I can't fight. You know what I mean? You have so many guys, and this guy's fighting Tommy Carpensi. You know what I'm saying? So so stop with the lineal title bullshit. You had your, sh- you had your chances. The, 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 the lineal title from this. Yeah, shut up already, bro. Shut the <laughs> fuck up with this nerd shit. This is why fans don't want to watch this shit, bro. Because you guys come with this bullshit, and then you turn fans off. Like Fans just want to watch it and be like, let them fight it out for who's the best guy. Okay, right. this guy doesn't want to get involved. Who's the best guy? These guys are going to get involved to fight each other for who's the best guy. I want to see this. I don't want to hear. Nobody wants to hear. Especially fans that don't know this shit. Don't want to hear. The two best guys are fighting, but this guy has to be recognized. Who wants to hear that bullshit? Who wants to hear it? Nobody. You know what I mean? It's like stop with the nerd shit already, and stop trying to bring your nerd shit onto onto fucking newcoming fans. Because newcoming fans, all they want to see is good fights. You know what I'm saying? So cut the shit. Ward and Kovalev, the top two light heavyweights in the world. I want to see it again without a doubt. You know? What about all the people that that thought we were crazy when we said if if Triple G moved up to 168 that he would get killed by Ward? Everybody was like. Pfft. <laughs> Yo, right. He's a great fighter. He's a great fighter. Great <laughs> but power. You see and how but he, the, I think what Ward showed was the, the 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 physical prowess that a smaller man would never be able to deal with. You know, because he was troubling Kovalev um, with Who's that inside bigger. prowess. You know, so so of course, yeah, that would be a, that would be a problem because Ward Ward has a, a some some very different traits for a guy who has slick boxing skills. You know, he has that grunge in him, that that gutter mentality where he can take you right to the trenches, and he has no problem doing it. I, I, I know s- what I love most about Ward. I mean, we we overstate the fact that you know you need character to be a fighter, and you need like uh, you need uh, the mean streak to be a fighter. We overstate that, you know. But it's hard to to keep that mean streak when you're getting your ass kicked, and it's it's like it's harder it's hard to like c- try to stay that focus. I'm just winning the fight. When you when you're getting your ass kicked, and let's face it, for the first couple of rounds, Ward probably got his ass kicked a lot more than he did anything. You know what I'm saying? And ever, round, ever in his career, right? Yeah. He never and was in that much three trouble. Comes and there's a lot of wrestling and jockeying for position. Robert Bird brings them together at center ring, and he says, "Hey, we're gonna keep clean, it clean, clean it up." Like and Koval and Kovalev sticks out his glove to Ward. Because Kovalev, I guess, is starting to respect Ward. Like, damn, you know, you got up from my knockdown, you survived it, you're still in the fight. So I guess Ward, out of respect, is, is saying, "All right, I'll touch gloves." 
Andre not only doesn't raise his glove to touch it, he, he doesn't take his eyes off him while he's while while he's <laughs> while Bird is talking. So he's got Ward's got Kovalev's got his glove out. Ward doesn't keep keeps his gloves at his side and just but he just keeps glaring into Kovalev's eyes like nah. You know, he doesn't even shake his head, but it's just it's just known like we're not buddies right now. Doesn't right. matter if you just knock me down. You didn't beat any submission into me. I'm not submitting. Not only am I not submitting into you, I'm coming to kick your ass still. You know, and that, that's what I'm doing. It's impressive. Said, Those are little things that people don't realize. It's it's very I said impressive. it in the post fight interview too. Um, uh, some of the post fight interviews I did with some of the internet people. Do you understand what it is to fight a fighter with the killer reputation that is uh, Sergey Kovalev has? Heavy handed power. The first round, you feel his power just on a jab. It knocks you, brocks you back to be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? So you know the reputation is real. 20,000 screaming fans. It's going crazy. Round two, you get knocked down. This fight is for all the marbles. You get knocked down. You get knocked down against a guy that you know is the heaviest puncher in, in, in the weight class. Maybe among the top five heaviest punchers in boxing. Well, him and Bitter Beev in the weight class. I should knock Bitter Beev's power out of there, too. But we got one of the hardest punchers in the weight class. Now he's down. This fight is for all the marbles. The decibel level in the arena rises tenfold. Okay, As you're getting up, you are looking across the ring at that guy waiting for your neutral corner that you know hits as hard as he does, and now you felt that power. And you got to get up and face him from across the ring. And he's looking at you with that look like, I'm about to finish you. And you not only got to get up and tell yourself, okay, I got to get up and I got to get myself together. You also have to, You also have to get yourself to the point where you're telling yourself, not only am I getting up to stay in this fight, I'm going to kick your ass for the next half hour. Because even if you don't kick his ass for the next half hour, because it's back and forth like this fight was back and forth. The fact that you have to get up off that canvas telling yourself that. Because, and the reason you have to say it's the next half hour is because it's round two. And in a 36-minute fight, another 10 rounds are 30 minutes. So literally, you have to get up after what, taking what you've just taken, soaking in the atmosphere of what you've just taken, and then you got to tell yourself, I'm going to kick your ass for the next half hour. It's not easy to do, guys. It's me, just not easy to do. Me and ninety nine. It's actually almost impossible to do. Me and ninety nine percent. That moment is so intimidating and so and so so lonely. Me and ninety nine percent of the rest of the world will be looking for their mother. Ninety nine point nine nine percent. I'm telling guys, you, even yeah. most fighters, even, even most, most top fighters, fighters yeah. don't come back from that. Nathan Cleverly got dropped early. It was over, bro. He got up, but it was over already. He was he was beaten into submission from Kovalev. As are most of these. I mean, great. The most of these guys don't even have consciousness anymore. I want to say something too. They, you know. Yeah. Because Jim Lampley is is another one that just it's so frustrating to listen to because you you're making people at home dumber, like you always say. I, you know I don't care what anybody says of what weight they fought at. Kovalov is a naturally bigger guy. Oh yeah, and you know sure. he started at uh, Andre Ward started at one sixty as a pro. Uh, only a few fights he went to one sixty eight. Obviously we all know what he did there. Um, Jim Lampley goes to say you know that they're around the same size because Andre Ward. Won his gold medal at 178 pounds. Not only that, he says that on fight night. Like, man, yeah. weighing day, maybe you say, like, okay, not a lot, a lot of difference. On fight night, you can clearly tell Kovalev's the bigger guy. Right. Co clearly, clearly, clearly in the ring. All right, go ahead. The Olympics is a tournament, like Paulie has said in the past, those national world tournaments, those are, you make weight every day. If you feel you don't, you don't want to kill yourself every day, you're going to fight out of your weight class. Uh, and he had the skills to do it. Right. Exactly, but you know, it's it's an it's almost impossible to kill yourself every day. You know, people have twelve weeks, and the la that weigh-in day, they're drinking Gatorades and eating, and they don't want to be anywhere near that weight until they have to fight again. Right. So and imagine doing that, that every day. You see that often in the amateurs. Uh, Lomachenko won his second gold medal at 132 pounds, but he turned pro at 126. You know what I'm saying? Because like, he can suck the weight down, but he can, can stay there the every day. One time, right? It's hard to suck the weight down every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's hard. Jim Lampley, who's been doing this so, for how many years, doesn't know this, and he's telling people, "Well, these guys are the same size." No, do they, do they have an agenda? I mean, like, are they trying? You know? Well, they don't know anything. That's right. number I, I, one. I, really, I hate to say it's an, like, oh, you know, people always saying oh, it's an agenda. It's an agenda. <laughs> I'm I asking. I don't know. Throw an agenda, but I, I just feel like people will start to root. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. But people, they also don't know enough about it. To, yeah. To speak well, about well it. when you don't know enough about it, you don't have a right to an opinion. For, in my in my opinion, right. but then again, that that eliminates a lot of the world for a lot right. of time. Right. A lot of opinions. What, what you were saying before was um about how Andre had to get up off the canvas, not only get off the canvas, but Sick. fight this guy. Mm -hmm. Boxers, to me, are the best. The top boxers are the best conditioned athletes in the world because not Absolutely. only do you have to be able to, to have a, a cardio to go and box. Imagine just shadow boxing for three minutes. No, people mm -hmm. can't do that. 
but you have to also take physical abuse, yeah. mentally, uh, mental yeah. toughness. I mean, everything a boxer has to be is is, yeah. is light years ahead of any other yeah, athlete yeah. to me. Uh, when when he, Andre went down around two, I thought it was over. Because Kovalev never lets you off the hook. You know, like, Kovalev never lets you off the hook. So, you know, the the fact that he started doing that, and then around three, just came back with that grungy style to the point where, like I said, Bird got in there and started warning them. I mean, and Kovalev, like I said, if you watch that fight, Kovalev initiated a lot of the early clinching and a lot of the early wrestling. You know, he was trying to be the bully himself. You know, he especially when he knocked down Andre, he was trying to be a bully too. You know what I mean? And just Andre wasn't having any of it. You know, Andre was doing it back. So, you know... I think there was a lot of jockeying, a lot of even good jockeying. Even that was a lot of that was tactical. For any of you, for those of you that don't know, I was talking to Angelo Reyes, who's up and a UFC trainer in in Las Vegas. He uh, he has a, a few fighters there. He has Anna Julitan, who's a, a, actually a, a ex world champion boxer, and she does MMA. And she has a, a, a fighter, Italian American fighter from Toronto, uh, Alessandro Ricci. Uh, he's a, he's in the UFC. Mm-hmm. You know, and a good yeah, fighter. Yeah, and Angelo trains him as well. And Angelo was telling me. Believe it or not, there's videos on YouTube. Now, I haven't checked for myself. He goes, you'll find videos on YouTube of Sergey Kovalev doing Sambo. He goes, mm. he goes uh, Sergey Kovalev specializes in Sambo. If you look at some of the clinches on, in some of his fights, even with Hopkins and whatnot, the underhooks he uses and that headlock that he puts, it's like a choke. That headlock he puts you in, it's not like a headlock <laughs> that normal fighters use. Right. It's, a, it's, like, it's almost like an MMA choke. You know what I'm saying? He does all this, and he, and then he leans on you. They call that an MMA uh, blow your back out. No, Yusuf, you blow, wow. blow, <laughs> blow your back out because you lean on the guy and you 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 basically putting hurt. pressure on his spine, his lower back, on his spine. So Kovalev had his own little tricks that he was going. Yeah, nobody talks about using. that. Though. All the great fighters do, though, right? They you do. Know, they who, have to it's do to win. Fight. And he said yeah. a lot of those Eastern European boxers have that. He said if you watch uh, Vasil Lomachenko has done competitions uh, of. Uh, uh, Grappling and whatnot. He oh, said, wow. told me that too. He said Momochenko is like a freak because he can kick too. He said. <laughs> so I didn't even know this. I didn't know any of this. That I didn't even know about Sergey. I haven't checked on YouTube, but I thought it was really interesting too. because then I was watching for it in the early going of the fight and I saw how Sergey was trying to underhook the arms and whatnot mm-hmm. and even some of the clenches, how he would head, the way he was headlocking uh, Andre's head, it was almost like an MMA style choke. He was squeeze. And pull back on yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So it's all so, about conditioning. You're getting choked too. Uh, interesting <laughs> stuff. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Interesting stuff. But Andre was just, Andre's from Oakland. You know what I mean? He's not taking no shit either. You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny? It was back and forth. Go ahead. <clears throat> they had Dre. They had Andre after the fight, um, like Ellie, Ellie sack backing him, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Andre, you know, what do you think about uh, the rematch?" He goes, and then he goes, "You know, you should probably want to train with uh, Nate and Nick." He goes, mm-hmm. "Oh, those are my guys, man." He's like, "You're right. Like, you might want to work on some grapples himself <laughs> for the rematch. Yeah. You know, wouldn't be a bad idea." Him and him and Nate spar all the time, and Nick, you know, oh, the cool. brothers. So he's like, "Those guys are my guys, man. They're awesome." He's like, but yeah, you're probably right. I should. Yeah. So, so, so it's interesting, man. It's uh, two champions, right? I mean, yeah. these guys are the two fighters. I'm on top of tactical, on top of tactical. That's why I can't deal with the complaints because there's, there's, there's levels to this shit that people don't even understand. Where I, I probably watch that fight and, 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 and watch it in a different manner than a lot of people watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and which is why I don't have the patience for some of the retarded opinions. For and people, I'll be the first one to say it's it's a very tough fight to score. Like, yeah, I'm not going to complain if you had Cole ahead because some of those fights, like I said, for me personally, some of those rounds, for me personally, were decided on one punch uh, at some point in the round. Or literally, they weren't decided until like the last 15 seconds of the round because for me, it was still a toss-up. So, so it was a very, very difficult fight to score. It was about half those rounds being very difficult, you know? But you only score round two once. That's my problem. Right. Round two happened once. It happened in <laughs> round two. You don't score round two the rest of the fight because you That's can't right. make up your mind about any of the close <laughs> rounds. Because here's the problem. There's a residual effect. So many close rounds, you're just going to start giving them the Kovalev because he had the knockdown early. <laughs> it's a, First of all, you're retarded if you're doing that, number one. But number two, a lot of times that retardation seeps into your mind and you have to fight it off. Well, then fight it off if you want to have a fucking right to your, to your opinion. You want to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Round three has no bearing on round two. Round four has no bearing on round two or round three. Round five has no bearing around 4-3 or 2 and so on and so forth you start over every time mentally on the fighters don't get me wrong mentally they might be approaching rounds differently based on the sure, round before of course. but that's only for the fighters to do a judge forgets every each previous 3 minutes as if they're done and starts a new a new, a new set of 3 minutes and judges that that's a, what you're supposed to judge a great example of that was the first Pacquiao um, oh god Marquez, Marquez oh, fight. Marquez. Marquez got knocked down three times yeah, in the right, first right, round. Right. He came back to fight to a draw. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was he was dead. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. came back and won the rest he of the fight. Got stopped. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And so it's, you don't judge that fight by the first no, round. You know, he right. came up, got up and kicked his ass. Algeria, same shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Provodnikov, Algeria. Same thing. Same thing. You you have to judge each round individually. So and so and that's how it works. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. What was your experience like in Vegas? Tell us some of the highlights you know, outside the ring and some of the stuff you did. And oh, you met some guys. Well, I, and I got uh, I got to see Pernell Whitaker. It was always one of my favorites. You know, Roy Jones. It was a, it was a who's who of boxing celebrities there. You know, I don't I don't know that there was a lot of non boxing celebrities there, but it was a who's who of boxing celebrities. Everybody people, people came from all over the world. Um, obviously, the Sky Team was there. You know, uh, I misbehaved a little bit myself. You know, but you know that's, what, does, what does that mean? You know, I mean, it's Vegas, guys. Come on. We'll, oh, I mean, leave you, it there. Leave it there. Yeah, I got yeah, you. We'll yeah, do, we'll yeah. Vegas. Talk about it off there, off there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, it's uh, there's a uh, you and Roy. You cool, Roy? You chat with cool, him. Yeah, yeah. I, I I posted a picture of me, Roy Jones, and Pernell Whitaker. I saw it that. Was fun, you know. It was cool. It was, it was cool to see them in general, you know. And uh, no, that was it. I mean, the whole Vegas experience. People were psyched for the fight. It, it was the same weekend as the you know Latin Grammys, was it? The Latin Grammys were on Thursday or Friday, so it was a lot of people in town in general, you know. So it was fun, and obviously working, working with Sky Sports is always a good time for me, man. The crew's great; they treat me great. Adam Smith, Matt yeah. Macklin, they're awesome. Yeah, Matt Macklin's my buddy. Matt Macklin's actually moving to Bay Ridge. Can you imagine? Bay Ridge, That's Brooklyn. Cool. Matt That's Macklin cool. is literally the world traveler, like like no other. Like okay, yeah, we gotta get him on the show. Live everywhere, and he does. Yeah, we do. We, we, oh, we he's a character. We'll bring him in. We gotta have him on the show. We gotta have him over for fight night. Yeah. Matt, Matt Macklin. I told Matt Macklin, I was like, "Yo, come over, bro." He goes. I said, uh, you know, come over for fight nights. We have great fight parties. Now you're five minutes from the house, you know. Uh, Peter's downstairs. He got all the drinks you need and whatnot. He goes, oh, no, no. He goes, I don't drink anymore. I'm like, huh. oh, yeah, that's right. You did. You told me you you quit drinking. He's like, I said, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. No, I said, fucking unbelievable, bro. You're the only fighter in boxing <laughs> history to drink his whole boxing career and then re- stop boxing and then quit drinking. Maybe if you tell him about the hair thing, maybe he'll start drinking again. But yeah. No, he, he has all his hair. He's good. Yeah, he's, he's good. If it starts falling out, tell him to get back on yeah. the sauce. You know? but yeah, that's the thing. Like, you imagine, he, guys usually don't drink during their boxing career. Like, Mike's trainer, Buddy McGirt, never drank during his boxing career, he said, and now he drinks, you know, he'll right. drink his drinks. You know, it's usually how it works. If you don't. Matt Macklin drank throughout his whole <laughs> boxing career, and then when he retired, he decided he was going to stop drinking. Oh, he wants to live. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a good thing. But some people would consider living drinking. Right. You, know? <laughs> you, you sacrifice so much, oh, you work so hard. It's <laughs> Pete, make, make America drink again. That's there right. Hey, um, uh, that was funny. So but you, that, we definitely should have, we should have him on the show, and that's one of the things we definitely got to ask him about. And yeah, uh, you tweeted out. We, you know, I'm not going to give it give it out yet, but we're, we got some changes coming to the show. And you tweeted yeah, yeah. out the little uh, Brian uh, Daly. I retweeted uh, Brian Daly. Yeah. He put some. Uh, he put out. Did you put that up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about some changes coming mm-hmm. to the show and so, some uh, some some ideas for the new year. So we hope we we don't want to jinx ourselves by announcing them too soon. But we're, we're not still, allowed to. We're really. still in the yeah. in the pro- <laughs> we're still in the process of getting okayed for a lot of things. You know, but we're, some we're really like, good stuff's we're like, coming. We're like my hair transplant. We're we're still in the process of <laughs> consultation, seeing if, it, seeing if it's gonna work. We're in the know? chia pet phase. See, yeah, see, seeing if we're gonna decide to go <laughs> to give it a go, or if the higher ups are gonna decide to give it a go. You know, oh, we're no, we're going. It's so, going. It's going. You think so? No, I know. You so. confident? I don't know. So, so, I put my foot down. I, I, I've just been promised so many things in my life that don't come come about. So I feel like yeah. I, I've well, we've known each other for a while I, now. Signed pen to paper. I just I don't believe anything people tell me or talk about or whatnot. So well, look, so, you I, know, I, I, I don't about, like, about taking trips, but other than that, you know, it's just going to happen. I feel yeah. like uh, you know we'll, uh, we'll we'll see as uh, as the new year comes upon us. We'll All right, let's like that. Let's talk about it. happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Uh, and uh, we got a fight on HBO. Oh wait, I, you know I I wasn't here last me. week because uh, I'm we pregnant. Be- we're the best. Sh- You're oh, pregnant. I'm oh, pregnant. That's <laughs> all the fuck. Oh, you want to make the announcement? Go ahead. I'm pregnant. All right, Pete's having a baby, everybody. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, we're very happy for you. Very happy for you and they the missus, waste man. Any time. I was at the doctor. Yeah, no, talk about a honeymoon baby, huh? That's why I stopped Boom. drinking, so your boys can swim. No, I didn't stop drinking. Oh, I just stopped drinking on the show. Right. Yeah, no, I just Until Corona like gives us some money. Yeah, I didn't feel like having beer. Yeah, all right. That's great, though. Congratulations. Thanks, Very excited, man. man. I'm, I'm some excited hand-me-down too. clothes, let me know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got it. So what did they tell you at the doctor's office? Baby looks good so far. We don't know what it is yet. We're going to do the gender reveal. Gender reveal. I got to tell you. the gender reveal? It's another they do the stupid, stupid thing. thing that my wife They have an envelope and they have a party dinner and they open it up no, and they find out what it is. A cake, whatever. Or cupcakes. Like they'll, you, what you do you is- A party? You know, like that was a, a dinner well, or something. They call them reveals now? No, no, that's different. That's Mark Kriegel on Showtime. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. When I had Mia, <laughs> yeah. when I had Mia, I went to the doctor at a certain point and I said- Tell is us, it, tell said, us is the it sex mine? of the baby. Is it yeah. mine? That's what he said. <laughs> he said, it's a girl. Now what couples do, you tell the doctor, for, find out what it is, but write it on this piece of paper. Don't tell us. And you take that piece of paper. So say she writes, the doctor writes boy. 
you take that piece of paper and you go to a a bakery or a cake place and you make a cake and you give them this. If it's a boy, they're going to put blue inside the cake. So when you cut open the cake and you eat it, if you see blue, it's a boy. If you see pink, it's a girl. It's a new new thing that people do. I got to tell you, my first... So it's not a shower. No. No, that's different. It's just a little gifts that's shit. No, not for gender reveal, no. We found out my son... It's in a, in a party? Yeah. It's not a party. You have like a dinner or something. Yeah, parents or something. Right. No, oh, it's crazy. crazy. Don't worry. You don't, have to, give me, you don't have to give me any money for that. Don't no. worry about it. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. I don't know. I felt like... <laughs> You're not missing nothing. No, it's like, just a, it's just an exciting thing for everybody when they sit there yeah. at the same I feel time. Like you guys should know first, though, no? Well, that, that's nah. what I thought. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man. Apparently, I don't have any rights. One kid I found out, the other kid so I you found don't out. Find out before everybody else. Oh, we're gonna find out at the gender reveal. You whatever. too? Yeah. Paul, yeah, I gotta tell you, Paul, you, you, you have kids. Me? I body slammed my girl. That's that was what I'm kid. saying. Are you kidding me? Fuck out of here. Best way to find out is in the delivery else. room. I'm telling you, I can't do that. I did it. I did it. My daughter find out in the delivery room was fucking great. Delivery room is old school. You know what? I'm all about old school. But if I gotta find out, I'd rather know with the with the mother. Yeah. I'd rather know with the girl that's pregnant from me. You oh, know what I'm saying? It don't fucking matter. Delivery Boy, girl, you want a healthy cool, kid? Though. Yeah, of course. The delivery room. If you have but that kind of patience, I can't. Do you know what happened? No, what happened? Because that was the old school way. Like when we were all born, you know, they used to buy neutral colors. Yeah, and Navy shower gifts are all neutral, so you, you know can Jews be don't Jews girl. don't decorate a room before the baby. Yeah. Things bad yeah, luck. So it's like, funny. I, 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 there's something cool about that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I but, just can't do it. But now, in the delivery room, they hold I mean, it. I, I, then if you're gonna know, though, I'd rather know right. personally and no, I'd rather know privately. What um? But what we're we gonna do? It's only like three or four days from when we would know. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm gonna wait months. But still, like, what I'm saying. No, is, I get. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'd rather be in private. I agree with you. Hug it out with my. You know, tell listen. Mother of the. I I just think it's a very private moment. Doctor held up the kid. That should be respected. Hold up the kid to go. You want to tell mom what you had? I said, I don't know. I can't tell. You're holding the baby sideways. I don't even know what's going on there. What do you? What is? I want to know what it is. So yeah. it's awesome, dude. It's it's, yeah. it's great. They to, sound the same when they're crying and, and they're newborn. Yeah, I couldn't see. I didn't see. I was looking for a dick. I couldn't see when they're crying. Can't tell. Oh, that's the best one. They give you the sonogram. You know, and yeah. the baby's heartbeat's great. Everything's great. You see the baby's profile. It's amazing. Will it, they know if it's a boy or a girl? Uh, three more weeks. Minka. Do you know yeah, my girl was supposed to be a twin? And when so first one, it was a twin, and then the second time went, there's one baby. Like oh, I said, I said, where's the other one? Like, what do you mean? I said, it was supposed to be two. Where's the other one? Gone. I think my daughter ate it. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Absorbed. Sometimes they absorb the other one. Yeah. No. Yeah. True story. But that's, but that's probably one one egg though, right? It was a split, right? It yeah, was a split. So it probably just came right. Came yeah. One, it probably morphed into one. It's crazy. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's good because it would have been the same person anyway, no? <laughs> no, it's not the same person. <laughs> they would have looked alike. It would have been uh, identical. Yes, my, and my daughter's a nut already. Yeah, she went yeah, to the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two of them, you don't need that. Two of them Twins running my, my wife's side of the family, uh, so I was like a little... We're yeah. outnumbered already three to two. So <laughs> I forget it. Has a twin somewhere in their family, no? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have any twins. No? I got twins in my family. But. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? What are you guys doing? Uh, Long Island. You going to Long Island? Where are you going? I don't know. I think I'm going to Staten Island. Yeah. I'm going to Boston area myself. Are you? Yeah. Right, how you driving there, there in the morning? I might be there later driving in the tomorrow. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Are you, how long are you going to be there for? Saturday. Till Sat- Saturday you come back? I'll be there Saturday during the day, yeah. So I, I'm, I think I'm going Friday. What are you doing? Visit friends. I mean, Thursday thing, Thursday with the fam, Friday mm-hmm. with the friends. You All know? right. Mickey Ward? Who are you hanging out with? Just buddy mine. All right. All right. We brought the show down yeah, to. Uh, I, I, I thought we should talk about I'm the Lomachenko Jared, fight, right? You know, Jared, we've we brought up Jared on this. Oh yeah, show, he's, you know? yeah. He has a little baby now too. Oh, so he cleaned up his you, act. You know, Jared right? from the wedding, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I heard a little bit about Jared. Yes, good guy. Good guy. Yes. Solid. Solid. Man's man. Yes. Coxman. What's wrong with you? I'm a coxman. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Sick bastard, Lomachenko. Yes. Saturday. Yeah. Good fight. Walters. Michael Saturday. You know what's about European, that fight? Eastern European domination. Every week there's an Eastern European fighter fight. I think he's one of the best fighters in the world, awesome. personally. Awesome. I love he's watching him fight. Watch, yeah. Terrific skills. He's like an energizer bunny in there, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he's so sharp. He's right. so fast. Very he's sharp. so slick. He, he so does sharp. everything. It's crazy. Yeah. I would have loved to see. I mean, Nicholas Walters is actually a very good fighter, but he hasn't fought in a year. I don't. I just don't like the fight coming off a one year layoff. Right. You know, a I, guy I like that. Lomachenko anyway, but I feel like Walters would really have a lot for him. But the one year layoff, I mean, it's going to be a camp. You know, you know, you, just the fact that you haven't made weight in a year really hurts your ability to make weight. It's really, really tough. Is Sky Sports not doing that fight? I guess not. No. Huh. Yeah. Surprise. I, mean, I wish they would, but yeah, no, they're not. I be guess. back in Vegas. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, the next next show I'm working is uh, Showtime for uh, Abner Madison Jesus Cuellar. I can't get to England. A lot I'm getting a lot of questions on Twitter about uh, being in England for the Joshua fight. Now, usually with my Sky deal, I would be able to go to England. They would have me in England for the fight. The one negative thing here is that Anthony Joshua is contracted both to Showtime and Sky. So, and anytime that happens, I have to give Showtime my priority. So, on the day of the Joshua fight, we are not going to England. We're going to televise Josh. We're going to do Joshua from the truck. In LA, because that, uh, because that day is uh, no use of. You're gonna do Joshua? Yeah, we're gonna do the Joshua fight nice. from the truck. Oh, uh, I believe the fight's in LA, and then uh, and then we're going to uh, we're gonna um, what was I saying? It was a long day for you, right? Then, then and you're then we're there do for a the live fight right. later that night with Madison Quayar, you know. So. J Rock and Charlo and J Rock and Charlo That's, as well. That could good be a, card. a nice, a nice, nice card, nice card. It's a nice day of boxing. Yeah, it's a good day of boxing. So if I'm not working, I'm gonna oh. come over. Oh. Yeah. So that's that one. So, Pete, the other day you were uh, saying like, uh, the what what did Sergey Kovalev feel after the fight? What, no. Oh, what, what if you were like if 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 did the interview? What if you were talking to Sergey? Sergey, we know what. What? No, well, he you heard the post uh, yeah, fight post interview, analysis. but I remember listening to him at the uh, press conference, and he was like, you know, I want to thank you know my trainer John David Jackson and. Kathy main events, you know, and, uh, and sponsors uh you blot. You blot. You blot. You blot, you know, because they. And what do you think? You win the fight? Do you, give, think, uh, do you think you won the fight? Give me a watch for free, you know? Nice watch. Nice, nice watch, you know? A nice watch. I win, yes. It's uh, bullshit, you know? It's uh, <laughs> bullshit. I win. I win uh, punching in, you know, punching him hard, and, you know. I'm not from here. And him yeah. running, you know, yeah. running. Yeah. He said, "I'm not. I'm not from here." Right. Yes. Yeah. No, honestly, Sergey speaks better English than I can speak any language that I get. Absolutely, uh, Sergey speaks good. Well, English. he lives here. He's got a family he here. No, I love. I love when people make fun of them. Like, yeah, it's like, dude, you start speaking. Go Russian, to right? Russia and speak Russian. Yeah. Do an interview. After a year. Yeah, do it. <laughs> after a year. These yeah, guys were trying. After you know, two, three years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, Sergey's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I like. Sergei. I enjoy watching his fights. I, mean, I like his trainer. Right, his trainer's really good. Trainer was a former yeah. champion. Dude, that's yeah. that, that's why this fight was so Curtis, good, right? Yes, Curtis Stevens. Oh mm-hmm. boy. Who, by the way, I also had winning wide. I mean, I don't understand. Like Harold was smoking that shit. Yeah, I thought Curtis though early in that fight, even before he hurt his hand, I thought he was trying too hard again. Yeah, I thought he was going yeah. back to a little bit of his old tendencies, like in the Texera fight, uh, in um in May. Like, I felt like he was really letting his hands go real fluid. Mm-hmm. It came out real fluid. And but he hurt him with fight, a right in hand. This fight early on. I felt like he was sitting too much. Like it, it, the the punches weren't coming out as fluid as I would have liked them. I mean, he was still beating uh, De La Rosa. He even got the knockdown early. That kid but, was tough, but because man. he tried so hard, because I, I think De La Rosa knew it was his, like back to last stand type of a fight. And whenever you're in a last stand type of a fight, I think you give it one last shot a little more. And um, I think he took some De La Rosa shots, was as he was taking shots and then making faces and and whatnot. But but at the end of the day. You know, he could have actually attacked more when Curtis was output yeah. dropped and yeah. he chose to like walk around and make right, faces right. and shit, you know. So so you know, at, at day's end Curtis ended up having to win with like a plan B or C. But I think I I feel like maybe he wouldn't have got himself even in that situation if he wasn't trying so hard to sit on single individual punches, which is was the old Curtis sitting on single individual punches. Back the new Curtis that I saw against Tixera was just hands moving, hands combining in in punches and bunches, and uh, really creating openings because of the punches and bunches. Where the the third and fourth shot punch in the combination uh, have have been opened up to land because the first two came out real fluid and sharp, mm-hmm. you know. But even if they weren't hard, you know. So so you know a lot of times you put the guy in position for the third and fourth punch the combination by letting go of the first two real fluid you know it's just and I felt like that was Curtis in, in May but I felt like uh, in this fight although he had some nice moments nice combination punching I felt like it wasn't as consistent I felt like uh, I agree in, uh, in May it was a little sharper you know and I thought he had the better opponent in May you know but Oh, no, different P- fights then he hurt his hand and he had to get through it and had to show a lot of character getting through it and so I was happy but I, I thought he won the fight wide I really did I, I <laughs> you see did you see the stand down the, you know they kept looking at each other after like every round Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah and the kid said something to Curtis and Curtis was like what I love that shit boy <laughs> let's go <laughs> crazy Curtis hey, living in Florida now yeah so like like Shannon Briggs the Brooklyn moved the Brooklyn I moved to Florida yeah he's mm-hmm. like uh Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. Did he move with his family? Was he? Was he a Met fan? His, his wife and his son. Wife, yeah. His kid? yeah. Oh, he's down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Port St. Lucie is where a Mets. Mets uh, or it used to be. That's where. Uh, they're not down there either anymore. I don't know Port if they Lucie. are. They I know the Dodgers used to be in Vero Beach. I used to go down there. Uh. The Dodgers were in Vero Beach and then they moved there. I think they moved them while I was still training down there. They moved them to Arizona or something. Buddy's son went to. Uh, Buddy's son James went to. Uh, 
went to college in Ponce. Ponce Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, it's like a half hour away from Vero Beach. Yeah. Hey, Pete, we talked about last week uh, the Garcia Thurman uh, show down in the ring. What did you think about it? We we liked it. You, you oh, it was like great. It. No, it was great. It's, it's Ed Hype, like you said, it's how you promote stuff. You know, it's a perfect guy to have a, as a color commentator when his when the stake that he's been drooling over is fighting. You know, yeah, of course. it's great. Like we're talking about, gotta build that shit up, you know. We need some of this WWE theatrics sometimes, man. You know, like we, yeah, that's what's gonna sell. Yeah, I mean, mixed martial arts does it. And why do you think Conor McGregor has become the biggest selling fighter in their sport? Why is Mayweather such a high selling fighter? You know, besides being good, they like this. People like to see animosity. People like to see guys that are gonna fight that actually Tension. don't like each other. You know, it's it's it. You know, it's combat at the end of the day. People don't want to see. Make like it's it's staged, you know. I mean, the fact that we have people, everything is staged is retarded. You know, just because you like somebody doesn't mean you, you're not gonna take his head off for for the for the purpose of of you achieving all your goals. Because you've been working way too hard for a friendship to get in the way of uh, of of uh, of all your goals you've you've had in combat sports. But anyway, for those of the mentally challenged people that think it's staged, you know, you. you it's always still more entertaining regardless. I wouldn't care if it was staged or not. I, I still like watching that shit. But regardless, you know, at, on fight night, you're still going to fight. Of course. This isn't, the this fight's going to be you know, real. There's, there's no script on fight night. Fight night, you're going to fight. You know and like I mean? this fight's just like the, the war Kovalev. You're having two of the best fighters in the world are going to fight undefeated. That's you a know? fact. That's a and fact. That, so like, I'm a, well, I've oh, said so this before. I said, you know, win or lose with guys like that, you don't. You don't judge the loser, you know, because no, Kovalev's a great fighter. He's a great fighter, He's still a great and, fighter, and he put his balls on the line, and so did Andre. They, right, two undefeated guys in their prime. This is what people want to see. Those are the know? fights we remember, right? And those are the fights that everybody cries never happened. Well, now right. you got them, you know, yep. and don't ruin it by complaining about a decision. You know what? You're going to get a rematch, and <laughs> you're going to get a two for one. And the guys, you know what? I'm happy for them because I don't think they got paid what they deserve, but. They'll get paid twice, so <laughs> hopefully. And uh, you know, uh, Showtime said, "I said, where's that Garcia Thurman fight?" He goes, uh, uh, "Brooklyn." He goes, "Wow, your eyes just lit up." I was like, Is "I'm gonna really be in Brooklyn." That's what he said, dude. I mean, there's a lot of insurance situations here. They have, they're trying to fix. I don't know. From what I was told over the weekend, the Gail Jack fight might wind up out of Brooklyn still if what? they don't fix certain situations with insurance. Man, oh, that boy. insurance situation with New York is really getting really weird. We man. gotta, they, they, you know, what have been seeing a lot of protesting going on. We should protest the uh, the commission. Yeah, make a, make boxing great again in uh, Brooklyn. Is it Eric Schneiderman's fault? No, uh, it, does it go up to Cuomo? Does it go right? up to Cuomo? Yeah, it's, it's a, it goes to Cuomo. It goes yeah. up to the governor. Yeah, uh, he doesn't know anything about boxing. What the fuck does he know? Uh, but it, but I'm gonna Thomas be there for that fight. Was, uh, was explaining certain things to me that were like a total joke of of of, of the way the hierarchy in, in New York State has handled this commission situation. It's a joke. I mean, with whole conflicts of interest and and just people that they people get put in positions based on uh, political favors. You know, like they, it's it's just a joke, dude. Like the the boxing commission, the athletic commission is is treated as like uh, a job for hire for people that like back you, lobbyists that back you for during your political campaign. And you owe them a favor. You put them where in the situation with the 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 area where you don't give a shit about, and the the, the area where politicians give a least shit about when they should give more of a shit about because people can actually die in combat sports is always the athletic commission. So a lot of times when you get a scumbag politician running the state, you'll end up getting, he'll end up doing favors for his buddies and just throwing, he can't throw them in like places of legit office. So he'll throw them at the state athletic commission where in his mind, nobody gives a fuck anyway, except uh, the niche sport of the people that do those combat right. sports. And then he'll, he'll just fuck everything. He'll just run everything rampant. You know, that's what they're doing now. They just, they're just tearing everything up, you know? So hopefully somebody strains this shit out. I miss, I miss Melvina Layton. I, I think she ran things very well. Uh, when I turned pro, the New York commission was a mess and then it got, it got, it got ran well for a while. Up and it's got fixed itself up with a, a couple of decent commissioners, you know. But before before Ron Scott Stevens, they were like switching commissioners like every six months, and it was guys you never even heard of. Pataki they weren't, even, was an they weren't even boxing people. Like it was like the weirdest thing to me. Like they, uh, they, they, you could tell they were like political favors done. I mean, these people were like you totally think? out of the sport. And once they lost their job, they didn't. You never saw them in the sport again. So they were like people that didn't belong there to begin with. They were Absolutely. like Ron Scott Stevens. Say what you will about him. You, for people that were fans of him or not fans, at least he was a boxing person. He's a guy you used to see in boxing. He's a guy that afterwards you ended up seeing in boxing. You, you need at least somebody familiar with the sport and business of of the sport uh, in order to have a position like this. It's not just uh, it's not a commission. It's not a position where you the you can just get a job because you're gonna you did a favor for the poli because for the you because you're a really hard worker. 
No, yeah, you gotta know. You gotta know the game. It's you not gotta, even a hard worker, bro. It's like people lobbying f- in favor of of the, uh, the current governor or whatnot, and then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you a job at the commission, you know, because there's certain jobs that have minimum minimum payment. You know what I mean? Like they're all government positions. So government positions, the athletic commission president, for uh, argument's sake, makes such and such amount of money. You know what I'm saying? So no matter who you put there, that's that's that that's that kind of a paying job. So whoever you're gonna put there is, is a favor to them because now they're gonna make that kind of money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's it's a joke, dude. It's a joke. You, you and then instead of using it as the person most qualified for the job, you're using it as favors. It's retarded. And then they're making these retarded decisions based on other retarded stuff. It's it's really really difficult. So you're saying it's retarded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's Pretty much. Something I don't like, man. You know. All right. Um. I think. Um. Uh, we good? <laughs> yeah. That's it. I wrap it up. Wrap yeah, we're gonna wrap up. it up on on some um uh, on some less than stellar news. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up with a little somber notice. Tomorrow I turn yet another year old. Tomorrow's oh, that's right. Birthday? Yeah, tomorrow. Six years old, man. I cannot. The day, the, the days just keep going faster and faster, dude. I feel like I was turning pro. Everybody wish wish the champ a happy like birthday tomorrow. Old. Let's sing, Pete. No, 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 please, please, please. Happy I, I stop celebrating. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Lloyd. <laughs> How old are you now? Closer uh, to like, forty, motherfucker. Six years old. I can't believe this shit. Uh, Melissa's Thursday. Her birthday. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's my mother-in-law's birthday. And, and she younger. Uncle, Uncle Manny. She younger you know, my than Uncle you. Uncle Manny is today. Twenty second. Yeah, yeah. I, gotta, oh, I thought he was day after you. Yeah, I gotta text him. Cello is a day after you. I gotta head. I gotta hit him up after we get off the air. Uh, happy DJ birthday, Vitaly, champ! Who makes my intros? Intro Vitaly, DJ Vitaly. How, how small of a world it is. DJ Anthony Vitaly, who's made almost all of my intros for all my fights, is born the day after me, the same year as me, in the same hospital as me. <laughs> yeah, well, you imagine. And we he probably, ended up we being my nursery. friend, and then being really close with him. We're obviously, less than twenty-four hours apart. He's born the next morning. I'm born wow. in the afternoon on November twenty-third. He's born in the morning of November twenty-fourth. You guys would like me so much more if I was Sicilian. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what? You're, you're like in the somewhat tough, though. You're, <laughs> like, right, you're, like, you're, like, you're like, you're like, you like meet the parents, though, Seth. Right, I appreciate you're, that. Guess who's back in the circle of trust? Puff the Magic right. Dragon? That's yeah. right. You know? He's just a little dra- He's just played with his dragon. <laughs> yeah. Really, fucker? You think if we get you up, if we set you up good enough, you think you could spike that? Huh? <laughs> you could spike that? You have to be pretty high. <laughs> you have to be pretty high, but you think you could do it? I bet you I would. I bet you would, Panamara. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can totally game fuckers. Dude, you can totally see like Voight backwards on your forehead. That was the best one when he was when he was the one that was smoking, and they blame it on Greg. I know, I know, it's true. That's a good movie. That was a good movie. Joking on the cheap. Meet the Parents Three was one of the worst movies ever made. Absolutely. Oh my god. They made three. Why don't I remember? No, Meet the Fockers. Meet the Parents. Meet the Fockers. What was was three? What was when they had kids? Yeah, yeah, they had kids and they meet. Greg's parents. Yeah. It's Barbara Streisand. No, that's number that. two. No, that's Fockers. Meet, meet the Fockers. Yeah, it's so the what's Fockers. the third one? It's like the Godfather. I don't know if I know what it's called. Let me look. The Godfather? Yeah. It's really? <laughs> I don't even know if I see no, it. No, that's what, that's what he said in the it movie. Was that bad? It was, it was really? embarrassing. I guess I didn't was. see it either. I don't yeah. It was, it was embarrassing how bad it was. Who's little Fockers. Little Fockers. Little Fockers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Yeah, Ben Stiller got me for the first two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So on, on Your that name's note. Gaylord Fokker? <laughs> wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Your name's Gay Fokker? <laughs> oh, what about when he's on the phone? What about when he's on the phone with the airline? He's like, yeah, they lost my, my luggage. Whatever. You're like, oh. He goes, you sent me one, but it's not it's not the same one. He goes, the lady's like, well, you said it was Samsonite. He goes, yeah, well, in some weird way to try to strangely make a profit, they made more than one. It's a crazy, yeah. It's some crazy scheme. Crazy scheme to try to turn a profit. They made more than one. You know what else I used to? It's like, hey, uh, how's your portfolio? Strong to fairly strong. I'd say strong. Strong to fairly strong. I'd say strong. Put so much damn lacquer on that thing. Greg's a Jew. So is JC. You're in good company. All right, guys. Just go go right to meet the parents today. Set up listening to us. Skip recite the lines. We'll, next uh, we'll week. be back next week for episode number eighty. Eighty. You're unborn, coincidentally. Uh, wow. We'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye bye.